Rothy's are the perfect shoes for commuting and traveling. Everyone notices them. Discover the versatile styles you can wear absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash AMR. Prioritize your mental health and well-being with BetterHelp Online Therapy. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash AMR. Start living a better life today. When you can't wait to get outdoors, you need a sunscreen you trust that goes on fast, like Kinesis SPF 50 fragrance-free pump spray sunscreen. Save 15% by using code RUNAMR at kinesisactive.com. Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell. How are you doing today, Sarah? Oh, good. You, this is your last day at age 49, Dimity. Oh, I better get in a, I better get in a race right now. <laughs> I'll go win my age group, right? Or actually, no, no I see that's the other way around. Tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow, yes, exactly. <laughs> Don't get in a race today. I'll, I'll, I'll bring up the rear, but tomorrow at 50, at, at 50 years and zero days, I will be... Fresh as a spring chicken, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Those special Tuesday races that every that are so <laughs> exactly. easy to find. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. So, do you have a, a special ride or swim planned for your fiftieth? You know, um, I do not, as it stands right now. Um, actually, I do have a special workout in Many Happy Miles that we're doing um, mm. a fiftieth thing tomorrow morning for a live workout. So we'll do that and. Um, you know, I had a little bit, I had a great weekend of riding. We mm, um, did a, had two long rides and a big climb and all that kind of stuff. But yesterday um, I was riding home, like, and it was so funny because there's this uh, school right by our house. Um, and uh, I'm like, and it's called Kent. It's a very, it's a, it's like a, private school. All right. I'm mm-hmm. just going to say that. <laughs> it's a very nice private school. My kids do not go there, but it is um, in a neighbor- neighborhood near our house. Anyway, so I said to Grant, um, and, and right like where Kent is, like the property, um, is like a last hill that's like a mile long, oh, mile okay. plus. And it's, okay. um, it's all you have to, cl- I mean, if we come home that way, you have to go there, right? Okay. There's no avoiding that's, it. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's pretty much like I got queen of that, of that hill on Strava because it's oh. really the only way to go come home. They're like, you've <laughs> ridden this five times this month. And I'm like, yeah, no, no doubt. Um, anyway, so, uh, so like I was joking around with Grant cause I, so, so Saturday was a big climb. Sunday was just like an endurance day, three mm-hmm. hours, just riding easy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I was like, um, I think I'm just going to ask you, and it was flat, Sunday was mostly flat, and I said, uh, I'm just going to have you come pick me up at the bottom at Kent. Like, okay, just go get the car and come back and get that. me at Kent. Well, and so then I, so then he was ahead of me on this road, the road is called Quincy, uh-huh. and um, and uh, he was ahead of me on Quincy, and I'm like, I am not catching up with him, and something was felt really wrong with my, um, the cleat on my shoe on my pedal, and I'm like, is mm. it coming, is it coming loose? So I like pulled it I stopped like looked at it no the cleat's not coming loose like something is weird and then all of a sudden it was my left pedal all of a sudden that left pedal was was down just like my right pedal so like basically they were like oh um you know right across from each other <laughs> instead of 90 degrees or 180 <laughs> degrees away from each other so they were both down so it's like I was like riding a pogo stick <laughs> like, oh. 
<laughs> so um could not go any further could not ride another another second um so actually it was so funny because it happened literally right in front of kent and i had to amelia just got home from college so i called her and i was like can you bring the car <laughs> pick me up so that's a long way of saying my bike needs to be fixed um, oh all right so okay. and that's not gonna happen for like a week so i don't know what i'm gonna oh, do because what but, day is your big ride Oh, it's not until Memorial Day. And I oh. and I do have my um, triathlon bike that I can mm-hmm. use, mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it's uh, first world problems. I, it's not like a great bike for climbing or mm. really not a great bike for descending. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> so um, so I won't be doing probably any outdoor. I, I can get the first time we can get an appointment for my bike is next Tuesday. So wow. a week without her. Um, hopefully they can fix it, though. Uh, uh-huh. I'm not an entire. Grant's like, did you strip it clean? I'm like. I don't even know what you're talking about. And I did the best I could. Like, I didn't know what was going on and you were ahead of me. (laughs) How much do you guys stay together on a ride and talk to each other? Well, we stay together a lot. We don't talk much. Oh. Um, so we don't, it's, it's hard to talk on the bike. You that, know, I, I find that very true about cycling. It's one yeah. reason why I don't love group cycling. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's very, um, I mean, a lot of places are like single file, like they have signs mm-hmm. that say bites be in single file. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in, in, you know, uh, you know, Grant, he's not super chatty to begin with. Yes. Um, and so, so we will say like every once in a while, like good job or how's it going or, you know, that mm-hmm. was rough or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, but there's not, it's not like we have a conversation unless, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'll, I'll be like, I'm going to stop and take off my jacket. We stop, mm-hmm. we'll talk for a second and then we'll keep riding. But you mm-hmm. know, usually we're single file and he, mm-hmm. um, He's very sweet. I mean, most of the time he's like behind me and I was like, oh. you can go ahead of me. It's okay. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but he was um, this is really geeky cycling and it's not interesting, but we'll just pretend it is. <laughs> Colorado just passed a law. Apparently he's, oh. he knows this, that um, you can like roll through cyclists mm. can roll through yes. stop signs. And we, have, um, we just the got that in Oregon. We just got that in Portland uh, within, I want to say the past year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like basically if, if the intersection's clear, um, and you're at a red light or a stop sign, you do not have to come to a full stop, which is mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. used to be the case. Yes. And so um, so uh, the reason why he was so far ahead of me was we were at the last stop of the like the last stoplight and it's a pretty big road. And I'm mm. like um, and he kind of he has more chutzpah than I do on the bike, you know, <laughs> like I'm stopping. I'm going to drink my water. I'm going to get geared up for this, like, you know, mile climb to get us back home. Yes. Um, and he, uh, because the intersection was clear, he went. So he oh, was gotcha. ahead of me by a lot. Okay. So, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes. But for the most part, we stay pretty pretty together although you know i'm always like you can go ahead of me like i i don't care you know mm-hmm, like just mm-hmm. know just just look back every once in a while and make sure i'm okay <laughs> that's all i want you to do <laughs> so um so yeah so you had some pickleball time this weekend i did i have now played pickleball two weekends in a row which nice. i had before that i had not played since february 20th you know who's keeping count but um <laughs> <laughs> that happens to be my sister's birthday, so I easy to remember. But um, so yes, so I went uh, the weekend, not this weekend we just had, but the one before that, uh, we just had a lovely spring afternoon. And there is a group, I don't play, I have different places that I can play. And, and um, I don't play too often in Portland, because surprisingly, it's kind of far away from me. So to go to another town sometimes is actually quicker. Okay. And, but, but, and there's all these different ways of how you, whether you sign up for court, whether you just show up in this group is that they um, use WhatsApp. Um, okay. to, and so I kind of feel like a little bit of a hipster using that to see what's going on. So, um, and when I was out walking, I was out walking Augie at my dog and 
um, I, there was a street that was a little residential street that was closed off because these people were having a party and they were playing pickleball in the street. And it was all I could do to be like, can I go back and get my paddle and come play? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, okay, Sarah, it's their party. Like, don't crash it. So then it made me look on the WhatsApp because typically the two places I typically play, it's usually in the morning and this was the afternoon. And so they were supposed to be playing. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to go. And I just put on my stuff. And so that was, um, like I said, that was a week ago Sunday and went and, oh my gosh, I forgot how much I love the sport <laughs> and just the competitiveness. And honestly, I do not care whether I win or lose the game, but gosh darn, if I don't love a good point. Isn't it fun? Yeah. Like oh. when you're right in the middle of it. Yeah. You have to oh. be so present and so on top of it. Yeah. Oh, just in, just the, the rapid fireness of it and the cleverness of it and, you know, being able to think and, you know, hustle and, oh gosh, it just gives me a thrill. Like that's the type of thrill I like. Like I am not a thrill seeker. Like I am not climbing Everest. I am not surfing, you know, the big breaks or anything like that. But, but my gosh, it's just the right level of thrill for me. <laughs> Catch and... you on the pickleball court and you're like <laughs> teed up for adventure. Yes. Um, so to each her own. Exactly. Um, and uh, so anyway, so I just was really jazzed because I particularly on that Sunday played. Um, I had a really nice guy. Um, you, know, you just randomly uh, start playing with people and it's not like I go there with a partner or anything. And uh, so and he was really nice, probably close to my age. And we played two guys who obviously play together a fair bit. And one of them is considerably younger. And we did end up beating them. And um um and oh they were pissed like you know you, you know how it is on the court you come up and you know you you tap paddles and you know, oh good game good game and they could barely like make even a guttural noise at us um oh, we love those good sports yeah, I know so so anyway so I I um lived one of my mottos I left while I was having a good time uh okay. after after three games and felt pretty good and then on this um yes we're recording this on monday the day before the episode comes out on sunday morning so just yesterday i had signed up i went up to uh, the courts in vancouver washington i was really pleased that people were like oh sarah it's good to see you back i'm like oh you noticed i was gone <laughs> <laughs> and uh i limited myself to three games there too because i'm like you know Again, leave while you're having a good time. Be careful. It yeah. doesn't yeah, hurt. Yeah. Yes, yeah, totally. yes. So, but I did then drive from there to the pool. So, um, which is a long, long, it's, I mean, it was like a half hour drive, which by Portland standards is, you know, I might as well have driven across the country. And um, so get down there way too early. <laughs> um, the pool isn't supposed to open until 11. The one guy with the key was more than 20 minutes late. Oh, that's uh, the worst. So I got a lot of Duolingo done in the car. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is the worst. Yeah, I and I that. You're like, oh, you're waiting for a lifeguard. You're like, oh, come on, it's shallow. Like, I, I promise you I'm not going to drown. <laughs> like, just let me get in the pool. Yes, yes. There, so there was a lifeguard standing outside, and he didn't have a key. And so I'm like, oh, did you try this person? Did you? And he's like, oh, I only have her email. I don't have her phone number. da 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 and I just was like, I am not going to have driven an hour round trip and not have gotten to go for a swim. <laughs> um, so finally he did show up and um, he was very apologetic. I was very impressed. He said, I'm really sorry. I know you drive a long way to get here. I was like, huh. That was thoughtful oh, of him to say that. me, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, <laughs> maybe I'm more memorable than I realize. So, <laughs> or probably... <laughs> 
more gruff than I, I like to be. So uh, I better apologize to that lady because she's going to be pissed. <laughs> oh, let's, let's call it the former. Let's call yeah. it the former. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so yes, it was a thrill to be back on the pickleball court. And um, I look forward to continuing to play. So yeah. Sweet. Yeah, 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 yeah. So all right. Well, there are no pickleball questions. There are no cycling questions. But, um, <laughs> so let's get back to running, which is actually right, what our focus is. Right, 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 right. So Molly wants deets on hill repeats. See what I did there? Ooh, you, you're a poet and you don't know it. Hi, this is Molly calling from Oswego. I've been listening to your podcast for almost 10 years. I have a question about hill repeats. Is there a certain... Um, angle or steepness that the hill needs to be in order to be effective. Thanks. Bye. All right. For starters, Molly, thank you for being a loyal, longtime listener. A decade. We love that. So thank you. And um, Dim, I think you'll love this detail. Google Voice translates voicemails to text and <laughs> translated hill as hell. <laughs> oh, oh! We love that joke. We love that joke. There's yeah. a four-letter word. Hill is a four-letter word around here. Yes, yes. So, um, so it called to mind, you know. So, knowing what angle or steepness of the hill is in order to be effective, it called to mind an anecdote I'd like to share. That um, while I was training <laughs> for the Boston Marathon in. I guess that was 2016, so otherwise known as a long time ago. Um, the, uh, you know, and Boston's a marathon renowned for its second half hills. So um, our coach said to go run hill repeats, long hill repeats, on a hill that's a 4% grade. And so I don't know. I don't know what a 4% hill looks like. Yeah, and and, yeah. and I was like, okay, well, I bet it's, you know, and I asked her. And she was like, oh, yeah, it's it's gradual. And so I've, and then to find one that was, um, I think I, they were eight, like 800 meters. And so, you know, had to, it had to, by Portland standards, it had to be numerous blocks long. And um, so I thought I found one. And I just remember doing them with Molly. And Molly just, oh, she just was so strong at the end of all of them. And it was just kind of humbling for me. And they were challenging and everything like that. And only then to find out after Brie, the coach, looks at them, she's like, oh, yeah, that was a 6% grade. So 50% steeper than I was supposed to do. That's <laughs> like, hard to know, right? I mean, you've got to do like physics. I mean, either we would, t I mean, I was looking online and there is, there are definitely equations you can do and wow. I'm not going to explain them. Um, yes. The other, the one that I saw that I kind of liked had something to do with like putting your water bottle on the hill and like, um, you know, marking it with a Sharpie and then going home and measuring the circumference of the water bottle. Again, not oh a wheelhouse gosh. here at oh all, gosh, but yes. I'm just saying like, so, so typically like, when we um when we convert hill repeats to treadmill workouts oh you yeah. say put them somewhere you know put your put your incline somewhere between four and seven percent okay you know or maybe five depending upon you know how you're feeling um mm. and um or it could go up to eight percent as well i mean but you know it's really like for me i think that um it's not necessarily about like finding the perfect hill, but rather what's the most convenient hill <laughs> that you could hit, honestly, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because, you know, like if I have to go find, you know, even like on, on Saturday when I went and climbed, um, you know, I went up this uh, route called Deer Creek, like my... Um, 
the, the woman that's coaching me, um, you know, suggested a different route. And it was like, a you know, it was like a 20 mile drive away. I'm like, I don't have time for that. Right. Yeah, like yeah. I'm going to, you know, so like, what do you have time for? What is the most closest to your house? Yep. Um, you know, that said, you know, obviously there is an intensity as the grade goes higher. And mm-hmm. if you um, are on a hill that is, that feels pretty steep, you know, like where you can kind of feel it when you, if you're in a car, you know, you're on a hill, you know, mm-hmm. um, that kind of thing. Like you're going to make your, uh, repeats a little bit shorter, right? Yes. And because they're going to be intense just by the nature of the incline. Yeah. Whereas if you're on maybe, you know, a 4% grade or something that's a little bit more gradual, maybe mm-hmm. you're going to make them a little bit longer. I mean, yeah, that's well, cause mean, you know, cause you know, I have to say that, that, um, that then I have since kind of, and we were talking about this before we got on how I learned all this. And I'm pretty sure it was through having my coach do a deep dive into training peaks Yeah. Be- because we seem to think that coaches have, are, are able to tap into more data than a kind of first or second level um, subscriber or like user of training peaks. Yeah. 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 And so that then I, because then I think Bree said, Oh, Sarah, like the hill you do on Juan Juan Juan, like, uh, you know, I don't know, sure. Northeast 26 or something. And I was like, you think that's a hill like and and you saying that about um uh that it, when you're in a car if you th- if it feels like a hill in a car yeah honestly that's almost too steep for for some of these things so like yeah, a four percent grade to me is more like oh huh i'm a little tired i'll take that super flat street versus that one that you know you you call a false flat and in, in, um run like a mother you know one that if you're feeling good, you really kind of don't even notice it. And then it's on the days where you're dragging a little, it's like, huh, I never notice it. It's three blocks of uphill before I get to, you know, turn left onto that one street. Yeah. I mean, you can always feel it in your calves when you're climbing. I mean, that's mm. the truth, you know, mm. like, I mean, mm-hmm. you can always feel that in your, like the false flats or the stuff, you know, so obviously look for a hill that has, you know, that actually feels and looks like a hill. You want it to, to do both. But, mm-hmm. um, but again, like you can kind of modulate your, effort um, a little bit. I mean, but the biggest thing about, you know, hills is that you want to climb with intensity. You mm-hmm. want to use your arms. Do not forget your arms. Yes. Um, and kind of make sure that you kind of lean a little bit into the hill um, and, and pick up your knees. Pick up your mm-hmm. knees when you run a hill. Um, mm-hmm. Think about that instead of just kind of climbing, climbing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you're going to get, you know, no matter what the grade is, you're going to get uh, some benefits and, and improve your, both your strength and your cardiovascular endurance by doing it. Yep. Yep. And sort of no matter what the grade is, only do those hill repeats once a week because they are challenging on the the system. So yeah, they are for sure. For sure. <laughs> and especially, you know, the other thing that you can do is you can do downhill repeats and those are also challenging in the system, the muscular system. So yeah, oh, yeah. definitely, um, you know, approach, excuse me, approach hills with caution. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a, a sign you must have seen on one of your bike rides. <laughs> exactly. You're not down yet. That's that's a sign in Colorado you see a lot. Is it really? For oh truckers, yeah, like in the mountains, because they think that they're, you know, down from like a mountain pass and you've got, you know, two or three more miles to go. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a country song. <laughs> <laughs> it very well might be. Yes, yes. Um, all right. This is Jessica who's aiming to break thirty minutes in a five K. Hi, this is Jessica from Massachusetts. I've gotten into running over the past few years um, after having two kids, and I recently did my first half marathon. I want to set a new goal for myself, but this is a little different. I've been doing slow and steady, long runs, building up my mileage, but I want to try and beat my PR for a 5K. So 
How do I speed up? For me, I usually do a 5K in about 30 minutes, but I really, really want to break that 30-minute mark. What should I do? I'm comfortable doing about five to six miles, slow and steady, um, but running fast is still a challenge. Um, how do I get my pace up just to beat that 30-minute mark in a 5K? Thanks so much. Love the podcast and everything you guys do. Well, Jessica, congrats on running your first half marathon and kudos on setting a fresh goal for yourself. Um, so there are myriad ways to build speed. And the first piece of advice is always to have a solid base of fitness. I've heard Dimity say that many times on this podcast, um, and which you've already done, Jessica, because of your recent half marathon. So well done. Yeah, that is very, very cool. So yeah, to, to, to um, increase your speed, you're going to have to kind of look at like a variety of things, um, mm -hmm. including possibly your cadence, your foot turnover, um, building strength. Um, it's amazing how much, you know, the hill repeats and things like that, that builds strength, mm -hmm. where it's not necessarily like hitting a certain pace, but also just increasing your whole, you know, uh, the power that your whole body has as well mm -hmm. as your form. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, kind of there's the mental game as well. Like running slow and steady, we love it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. But, you know, <laughs> if you want to hit a certain time and um, you are going to be um, gunning it, you need to kind of um, both be able to mentally withstand like the lactic acid that's going to build up in your body and mm -hmm. also um, be mentally able to push. Yeah. And have a really good playlist, a short exactly. playlist. <laughs> um, so yeah, so, you know, as Dimity said, you know, there's numerous ways that you can build um, the techniques and the strength and all that stuff. So there's hill repeats, like we just talked about. Um, those build both strength and help with leg turnover, tempo runs and intervals, you know, Dim, Coach Dim, if you want to detail that a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, so a lot of it is like just learning how to run faster, right? Teaching your body to run faster. So, I mean, intervals are, um, I, you know, if you, if you've never done anything like where you've consciously picked up the pace, I would start with 20 seconds, right? Mm. Or like a, a fartlek workout, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> which, you know, is speed play. Um, but it's basically like, okay, I'm going to decide I'm going to run from here to the next mailbox. I'm going to run faster. And then I'm going to take um, you know, then, and then take it slow to the next mailbox and fast and slow and fast and slow. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's really easy with fartleks to, um, get hung up on the, on the, the time because, you know, our, our GPSs are so omnipresent and it's mm -hmm. hard not to look at those, but the idea is really to kind of run free and, you know, mm -hmm. you can think of like a Swedish countryside, like running through streams <laughs> and up a hill and down a hill and stopping for a sauna and, you know, all that stuff. Um, but the idea is, yeah, just, just switching up your pace to what feels good. And then, and then as you get um, over time, you know, you can increase those intervals to like one minute on, one minute off, one minute on, one minute off, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and taking those one minute ons at a, at a pace that is definitely kind of pushing your intensity and pushing mm -hmm. your effort. Um, and then tempo runs, you know, I mean, I often think of those as like race pace runs and yeah. for, for your first, you know, kind of fast 5k, I think that's a good way to think about it where you're going to go maybe for half a mile or a mile at race pace and then take a little bit of time off and then do mm -hmm. it again and then do mm -hmm. it again. Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of that, I mean, you know, it's easy to and kind of like lay out the, the basic structure mm -hmm. over um, a podcast, you know, but honestly, like <laughs> following a plan and it, I mean, we love the 5k program. Um, the own it plan, I believe it's what it's called. I don't have it up. It's a Monday more afternoon. I can't remember what it's called, but it's not the finish it, but it's kind of that version of race. It's probably race. Race it, it race it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and it's from uh, our book. 
Yes. So either one works, but it gives you um, some structure around the stuff that you should do. And that's really mm-hmm. important in that um, you don't overdo it like we just talked about on hill repeats because, you know, you still got to have those those five to six mile easy runs where you're just out kind of cruising and enjoying the day. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not like, okay, um, every run has to have intensity in it. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, or even just looking online and seeing what you can find for just overall structure, that would be helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, exciting, but- right, Sarah? It is. It is very much so. I, um, uh, When I listen to these questions, I'm oftentimes taken back. Uh, I have a little moment of reverie remembering some things. And I sent my um, 5K PR in um, outside of New Haven, Connecticut. I was back home visiting my parents a long time ago. And it was so humid. Oh, my gosh. And uh, but gosh, it was just glory days. It was it, it was really exciting. It was really, yeah. really exciting. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I love it. It is so fun to have that right and to have those <laughs> memories and to have them potentially in front of you. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that's why it's so fun to have little goals like that out um, yeah. in front of you. So so exactly. good luck, uh, Jessica. Let us know how it goes. Yes, yes, yes. On this podcast, Dimity and I give you lots of suggestions for things to do pre-run. Foam roll, dynamic warm-up, eat something. Yet there's one thing above all else that truly affects your long-term health. Apply sunscreen. We recommend Kinesis brand sunscreen. Kinesis pump spray sunscreens make applications so simple. Just spray, swipe over, and out the door you go. Kinesis works for everybody every day. Sporty types, busy parents, folks with sensitive skin, skin cancer survivors. This family-owned business takes their job to protect skin super seriously. Kinesis makes super lightweight, clear sprays that are oil-free and offer UVA, UVB, broad-spectrum protection, like their SPF 50 fragrance-free. Using it takes minimal effort, which we appreciate, while it provides maximum performance, which we really appreciate. I love how light and quick-drying Kinesis spray-on sunscreen is, and that it's non-greasy. I don't feel all slicked up after applying it, and because there's no added fragrance, there's no lingering scent. These spring days, I don't feel it or smell it when I'm out walking, playing pickleball, or watching my daughter play soccer. But Kinesis sunscreen is still hard at work, protecting my skin from harmful rays. Stock up on Kinesis sunscreen for spring and summer and save 15% by using code RUNAMR at kinesisactive.com. That's K-I-N-E-S-Y-S active.com. Code RUNAMR. Kinesisactive.com. Code RUNAMR. The folks at BetterHelp Online Therapy want this ad to focus on burnout. You bet I will, BetterHelp, because I know way too many of you, of us, are burnt out without even being able to put a name on what's wrong. Symptoms of burnout can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, detachment, fatigue, and more. Some of us associate burnout with work, but as we've learned the hard way in the past few years, work is not the only cause. Any of our roles in life can lead us to feel burnt out, and BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life and help you with coping strategies and ways to minimize or alleviate stressors. For me, burnout means feeling trapped. I've learned that sometimes I just need to step outside to remind myself I am not stuck and that there's a big, beautiful world out there that I am a part of. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Break free of burnout with BetterHelp. AMR listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com. 
betterhelp.com slash AMR. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash AMR for 10% off your first month. This spring, as we're all coming out from hibernation, doesn't it always feel great to get a compliment on what you're wearing? Garner some attention sporting a pair of Rothy's. Everyone notices them. Rothy's is known for its chic pointed toe flats, but that's just the beginning. The brand has loads of iconic head-turning designs in bright yet sophisticated colors. Every time I visit rothys.com, I start drooling over their newest colors and patterns, and they have outdone themselves this season, like the point in Lotus Floral, a noticeably bright pink with sophisticated orange and white flowers. Whether print or solid, Rothy's works great with every outfit. Wear them with yoga pants or dress them up for a night out. Taking your first step in a pair, you'll be amazed at how incredibly comfortable they are, almost like a slipper. And Rothy's takes sustainability to the next level. All their products are knit with thread made from plastic water bottles. They've repurposed around 125 million water bottles so far. My favorite Rothy's, which happen to be the pair I get the most compliments on, is the Driver, a sophisticated yet supremely comfortable loafer in sapphire blue. Your new favorite shoes are waiting. Discover the versatile styles you can wear absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash AMR. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash AMR for $20 off your first pair. rothys.com slash AMR for $20 off. All right, and here's Rebecca. She's looking to do a heart rate test. Hey, this is Rebecca from Mississippi. I am uh, in the thick of some 10K training right now, and I'm about to start some marathon training. I would really like to set my um, heart rate um, with a, a heart rate test on my Garmin so that I'm not just using the default. Um, and I've done a, a test many years ago, but I've, of course, lost it. Can you recommend one? All right, thanks. Bye. So good on you, Rebecca, for training by heart rate. Um, as I learned training for the Missoula Marathon in spring 2020, alas, there was no race. Um, it was, uh, but it was my first time training by heart rate for that race that wasn't. And it was just, I was amazed. That wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it, um, it was, uh, I was amazed by how incredibly effective and surprisingly enjoyable for me. I was I was a skeptic going into it. I was like, oh, I'm not going to like the structure and the, you know, the structure and the structure. I'm not going to like it. And um, I really, really enjoyed it. That was another good, like, vowel change there, Sarah. Structure and structure. <laughs> structure. That'll be the theme. Hill and hell. <laughs> yes. Exactly. It's like we're, um, now it's time for the Sunday puzzle. Do, 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 do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Well, yeah. So, um, so heart rate, it's a great way to train. And, yeah, definitely a little PSA. If you have a Garmin or a Koros or a whatever, some kind of GPS, it's going to just set it based on your age, right? It's mm-hmm. mostly going to be like 220 minus your age and then um, and then do some math from there and set up your, your zones. And the beauty of doing a heart rate test, while it's not particularly pleasant, is that it gives <laughs> you um, your own individual zones. So like we talked about a couple of weeks ago about heart rate, you know, you might have a really high max heart rate, you might have a really low max heart rate. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter, but we, you know, like your Garmin doesn't take that into account. Mm-hmm. Um when you pull it out of the box for the first time. So um, so uh, coaches Jen and Liz, who if you listen to this podcast at all, you're very familiar with them. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, they run the Heart and Soul program and they have their own heart rate tests that um, 
I'm, you know, we're not going to go into right here just because uh, it's theirs. <laughs> it doesn't belong to us. And it also, um, it also uses, it's a little bit different than a regular mm. um, max heart rate test. And, um, but there are max heart rate tests on the internet. And we found one that you can absolutely use, Rebecca. Um, and we'll link to it in the show notes. So you can take a look. It's basically 20 minutes of all out, um, mm. which is similar to what, um, what we recommend in the um, Train Like a Mother Club. And, um, and then you, you take some numbers from there and you calculate your zones and you put them in. I mean, and it's, um, it's, it's that easy and it's that difficult, right, Sarah? It is. It is. And I just, um, <laughs> you saying that, gosh, I just, like, just talk to me and I have images come into my head because of things that I'd forgotten about. I just remember having kind of, um, I don't, there were post-it notes on my desk when I was training by heart rate and just seeing them change because when you take those tests, then, you know, hopefully you have improvement. And so, you know, what your zone three and four and five or whatever was at the beginning of your training, you know, those numbers change. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, writing the number, you know, the date at the top and being like, okay, this is what I'm going for now. And um, so that was super exciting because you see progress, you know, in very measurable terms. And I will have to say, you know, if somebody's listening and think they think a 20 minute all out, that's going to suck hard. Um, yeah, you know, a heart rate test is, is not fun in the moment, but gosh, and, and I would dread it the night beforehand, but then yes. gosh, it was just, it was thrilling. You know, again, I'm a person who finds excitement on the pickleball court. So take this comment <laughs> with some salt. Um, but you know, it's, um, it, how often do we really push ourselves hard in a physical manner and see, um, a number, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, it's a accomplishment. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a hard mm-hmm. accomplishment. Mm-hmm. I mean, the other thing that you can use, um, Rebecca is a 5k race, right? If you go mm-hmm. and race it and that might be easier to do mm-hmm. as well. Um, just because you've got people around you in the momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no agreed. I mean, it's the same thing with the, um, the power tests that I do, um, for cycling. It's like, or a 2k test in erging, right? Yes. It's like, mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate it. But when you're done, you're like, yes, I am a badass. Like yes, it just feels yes. so good, you know? So yes. yeah. So, and, and, and getting your own zone set up, Rebecca is a very, very good call. So, so don't let us talking about the, the test scare <laughs> you from trying it. Um, yeah. and, and if you are, you know, just coming off of your 10 K and you want to go into the heart and soul marathon program, you know, mm-hmm. it is one of our most loved programs, um, 20 weeks to get you ready for the marathon. And, um, so you don't even, you will, not only get your own zones, you know, calculated, but then you also have these expert coaches guiding you and helping you because heart rate also varies through, mm-hmm. you know, through the summer, through your cycle of your period, through stress, through sleep, through all that mm-hmm. stuff. So, um, so, you know, if, if you really are intent on, on getting it dialed in, um, consider, uh, joining one of those programs. Yeah. Cause then you have, uh, coach Jen and Liz to answer questions on the Facebook page. So exactly. Uh, really demystifies it a lot. So, um, well, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, uh, let's let's get some new questions in here, don't you think, Tim? These are good questions. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get some more. Thank you for for um, sending those in, ladies. We are at four seven zero badass one, which is four seven zero two two three two seven seven one. Leave your first name and where you're calling from, keeping your message to about sixty seconds or less, please and thank you. Mm-hmm. And that number is always in our show notes, so you can find it there. 
Um, and as we are very excited about, uh, registrations for our 2023 retreats opened on Saturday. And gosh, we're so excited about how many people have already signed up. Also so thrilled about where we're going. We're going to Eau Claire, Wisconsin. We're returning there the end of April next year, 2023. Uh, the cornerstone of that will be the Eau Claire Marathon, which has a variety of distances in it. Then in early June, we are going to Central Oregon to a charming town called Redmond. It's just going to be full of adventure, including hiking at Smith Rock State Park, which is mind-blowing. Um, the beauty of that, the natural beauty of that place. And Dim, I know you are excited to Cannot lead some hikes. Cannot wait for that one. And, yeah. and Eau Claire too. I love Eau Claire. I mean, I can't wait for all of it. It's going to be so fun. I know. Yeah. Uh, when I was showing them off to my son, John, at uh, dinner on Friday evening on my phone, he was like, Mom, do you like that you get to travel for work? I was like, you bet I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and then in early November, we are returning to Hilton Head for a third time because that um, beachside location is just so popular and so much fun and we're also going to have a race at that one so um super fun Good and we, stuff yeah and the reason we introduced them all at one time a first for us and um pretty early in advance we uh we launched them on april 30th is because we want um people to ask for them for mother's day gifts so still time to do that um, so find all that goodness at anothermotherrunner.com slash retreats awesome awesome so keep those questions coming Join us on a retreat, and um, if you have another vowel, you know, <laughs> trick, track, truck, let us know. 